0: It's time, it's time, time to get in the zone, time to
2: get in the zone
0: with the 49ers web zone.
1: This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Great Greenlaw's rejection. Justin Herbert, for those of you who were living in the case, he was scrambling down the field. Jimmy Ward basically threw his body at him, changed his, changed the target essentially. Greenlaw was coming from the opposite direction, ended up hitting Herbert in the head, it was a flag on the play for targeting and they ended up ejecting Drake Greenlaw. And there's been a lot of outrage about this on Twitter from non-49ers people. Tony Dungy actually just put out a tweet on this as well about how Drake Greenlaw should not have been ejected because you can't prove that there was intent to actually hit him in the head because the target changed. And to me, like the rules are so inconsistent with things like that. Like Brandon, Ayuk, literally the, the same thing happened to him early in the game and it caused a fumble and there was no call on that play. So either call it every time because the quarterback becomes a runner then at that point, right? He's no longer mm-hmm. a quarterback. Either call it consistently across the board or don't call it at all. And it's that inconsistency that we see every week with teams not related to the 49ers that is costing teams games, It's costing teams seasons in the playoffs. And it is absolutely maddening because they don't have any consistency when it comes to these calls. An absolute joke that Drake Greenlaw was, was ejected. And I don't think there's going to be a suspension. It doesn't warrant that. But I would be very shocked if he was suspended about that. Kyle commented on that today. He said the same thing.
2: Well, I think it was one of those things that looked bad, right? So I think sometimes when you see things and it looks bad, the officials feel like they need to react. But I mean, it was a penalty. It was helmet to helmet. They're they're trying to make the game safer. That's fine. But yeah, it's a kick. There was no intent there. Herbert's path of his body changed and Greenlaw's going at him as fast as he can. He's a huge man. He can't twist in midair. And I think there was any intent there at all. So you, you penalize him, absolutely, but so, yeah, I thought to throw him
3: out was ridiculous. Well, and that's what know. New York is for, right? Isn't right. that what New York is for? Yeah,
2: I mean, they right. went to New York, right?
3: And even Troy, yeah. and I tweeted at him, Troy Vincent, Troy Vincent, who's in charge of officiating, basically came out and was like, yeah, he deserved to be uh, ejected. And it's just like, it's stupid, "What are you? what are you right. talking about? Like, <laughs> you're just yeah. covering your ass now because your officials look like idiots and they look like yeah. idiots all the time. How many times did that right tackle for the Chargers fall? start? I counted six, at least least six. And how many times, how many times was he flagged? Zero, zero. So like miss me with, miss me with, you know, and, and the other, the other thing that's frustrating is what, what penalty is there for these officiating crews, right? Mm -hmm. Drake Greenlaw got ejected. The 49ers played a man down for the rest of the game. That was their punishment. What is mm-hmm. the punishment for this crew? Are they going to be fined for a terrible call? No. Like it just doesn't, it's just, it's maddening to me because there's no accountability for these officials at all. And it's irritating. It's just irritating. And it's if unacceptable. You look
2: all around the league yesterday on Sunday. There were so many bad calls, so many bad calls We could spend another 40 minutes going over them. It's it, it's an epidemic in the league. It has been for a long time. I don't know how you fix it. I, I really don't. I don't know if the NFL cares, uh, I don't think they, they care, care about yeah,
3: They don't care really? because they, they are still making money hand over fist.
2: Yeah.
1: Guys, and I think, that, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, I think that, yeah, go ahead. I think that really quickly to wrap this up, uh, this topic up. So Cynthia Freeland who's fantastic, by the way. Uh, if you haven't heard the last show where she was on, please, please, please listen to that. She was awesome. And it was a great conversation, but she mentioned how quarter at the NFL wants their quarterbacks to stay safe because they, they want people to come and watch a Justin Herbert or a Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, or Josh Allen. They don't want to see, the backup quarterback. So they're trying to, they're trying to emphasize player safety as a result. And I just feel like they've gone off the deep end here. And anytime a quarterback has the ball, you can't breathe on them. You literally can't breathe on them. And it just it makes it so hard as a defender. And the Niners, as a defensive team, that's where I see a difficulty because the the, the league doesn't want you to play defense. They want shootout. They want a fifty-two to forty-eight game. They don't want teams to win twenty-two to sixteen because it's bad for business for them. And that's, to me, like, it just sucks because a team like the Niners, who's ba- based off of defense, they have less of a shot at winning because the league just doesn't want you to win because it's quote-unquote boring football. Anyways, I'll go ahead.
2: I just wish we had more time to go around the league because I feel like there's so much to talk about. But one thing I just want to say, because you guys know I do – I am not a Josh McDaniels fan at all. So <laughs> he loses to the Jeff Saturday Colts, and you know, what, good for Oof! Jeff Saturday. Let's see what Jeff's going to bring. Okay. Good for him. but um, So Josh McDaniels now has lost 24 of the last 31 games as a head coach. And when you remember, he was the Rams OC in 2011. They went two and 14 that year. So without Belichick, he's 15 and 38 as a head coach or OC. He is a fraud and a joke and that he should be one and done. This year is crazy. You may have two coaches in that AFC West who we thought were, oh, this is going to be this great division this year. Hackett and McDaniels may both be one and done, and they deserve to be one and done.
3: Mark and, Davis came out and gave McDaniels a vote of confidence today. Ooh, I don't dreaded, think did he do with the dreaded vote of confidence? I don't think I well, no, and it wasn't even like the dreaded vote of confidence. So I don't know. I it's also bad, you got to think about it this way. You got to think about it this way. Is Mark Davis willing to spend? I mean, how much is he still giving John Gruden? And now he has Josh McDaniels, he's gonna it's fire lot. him after a year, pay him it's all that money, money, and then bring another coach in. Did you guys uh, hear Derek so. Carr?
2: Did you hear Derek Carr in that press conference? Crying you know, afterwards? What, what, yeah, I, like like yeah. like and it like you know, he's talking about, you know, what and he's right, you know, NFL players they put their bodies on the line and he's talking about, you know, things that yeah. have to take to go to sleep. And I thought that was really like, you know, you're peeling the curtain back a little bit because they do go through a lot, and like he's talking, maybe there's guys in that locker room that don't care as much. And like it's just an outright disaster there. Outright disaster. And I I listen, I don't like the Raiders, I don't like Josh McDaniels, but yeah, he's he's a disaster, right? You may see Andy Reid may be the only one left standing after this year. <laughs> and, and that's <laughs> uh,
3: You know what? You're I. You might not be wrong. I I genuinely believe uh, if the Chargers don't win a playoff game, I think Brandon Staley's out. Um, or if they don't make the playoffs, I can almost guarantee he's out. Uh, and then I think Hackett. I don't even know if Hackett will make it the through the rest of the season. I do have a question for you though. Where do you guys think Derek Carr? plays next year
2: colts don't all the qbs go to the Colts? Uh, every colts need to be yeah. a QB every year <laughs> yeah um where does Derek Carr play next year colts might be an option i said that in jest but maybe um trying to think of teams new orleans would need a veteran quarterback right the, yeah the bucks because brady's
1: gonna come here right
2: the bucks are another spot if and when brady isn't there yeah not the patriots
0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: what about the pay i mean Mac jones sucks like yeah as we yeah, as we I, talk about i last don't week, know that they're sold sucks. on him that's for sure
2: yeah there's but you know the quarterback play has been so shitty this year again you might maybe you'll see another qb carousel in the offseason i don't i don't know but yeah he's not going to be there i don't think and, and i think Coco Summer, go somewhere i, I think there are cars you know i don't think he's elite but i think he's pretty good He's had some good seasons, and I think in the right situation, he can he can be a quarterback of a playoff team for sure.
1: Houston? Now is question, he gonna go follow his brother?
2: I ooh, yeah, Houston's just a disaster. They should just they're probably just gonna take one of the QBs in the draft, I would think. They gotta they just have to start over.
3: Yeah. Does does Tom Brady go to Vegas?
1: I think it's possible. It's possible. I think it's very possible.
3: I know
2: I said this three years ago, and obviously I was wrong, but are you really gonna bring in a 46-year-old quarterback? I mean, he hasn't looked great this year. He's going to be 46. At some point, he's got to slow down. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I I agree. I think he'll play next year, though, because he doesn't have someone telling them that he can't.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there there are all sorts of teams, right? There there are all sorts of teams that need quarterbacks. Like, Carolina needs a quarterback. Washington needs a quarterback. Uh, The Uh, argue that... Washington
3: has Carson Wentz, Zane.
1: And they owe him $26
3: million next year.
1: I, I totally forgot Me, mediocre Carson Wentz yeah. <laughs> who has been unseated by Taylor Heineke right now. So yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's out the there too. Packers
3: may need a quarterback next year.
2: Yeah, that's true. If you know, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Um, going to be. Crazy. It might
3: be crazier than this pass offseason, which yeah. is a Jimmy
2: lot. Jimmy
1: Garoppolo is probably going to be starting quarterback somewhere next year. Right. Well, absolutely. He will be, right. he will be somewhere uh, else and, and the Niners will need a, a new backup, but really quickly before we wrap up, yeah. you guys, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. And this is, the, this is something that was a silly conversation by that was brought on from the broadcast, and they were debating it, and they brought in Terry McCauley, and he was like, oh, yeah, this should have been called this way. So Samuel Womack downs the punt at the one-yard line with two minutes left, right? When the Niners are trying to run out the clock, they punt, downs the punt at the one-yard line, plays blown dead. He goes into the end zone with the ball to celebrate because, you know, basically they sealed the game right there pretty much. And there was a discussion about that being a touchback. And Terry McCauley, who was a rules expert for Sunday night football, was very, very adamant that this was a touchback because there's a rule that's specific to that, that he didn't down the ball, he didn't leave it, he basically took it with him in the end zone. It should have been a touchback. And it's just the silliest thing, but I do want to hear your thought on it. The play was blown dead, and to me, that's football. The play is blown dead, it's dead, it's done, right? And The ball is down the one yard line. I don't know what all of this conversation was
3: about. What I never understood was Terry McCauley in, in, in the vehement, uh, in the vehement defense of what he said on Sunday night football, just continually refused in his tweet storm to even address the fact that the, that the whistle blew and, and, and therefore the play ended. So that's where I'm like, I don't like, what are, what are we trying to do here, Terry? Like, the play, the whistle blew. The play was over. He keeps saying, like, but, but, even the what he said was the minute that Womack touched the ball, the ball was dead, right? And what he's saying is, despite the ball being dead, if he then takes it into the end zone, that is a touchback. And he highlighted the rule and everything, and and the rule is there, and he's not wrong. But why are we arguing about this when the back judge blew the whistle and waved his arms, and the play ended? Mm-hmm. So, like, I replied to him because I was genuinely wondering. He didn't reply back. I'm like, so when is the play over? If you're telling us that regardless, if he carried it into the end zone, it's a touchback, then when is the play officially over? Because the answer is the play is over when the whistle is blown. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. So why are we even doing this? I don't understand. Terry, take your L and go home. Come on.
2: And I think, too, I think um, Chris Collinsworth tends to get all on his feelings when he does 49ers games because he lost two Super Bowls to the 49ers. And I think it was one of those Mm -hmm. things too. I don't know. Sometimes I think Collinsworth just looks for things to say like, why aren't, why aren't, why aren't that happening to the 49ers? And he just gets all upset. (laughs) So that's why there was one of those things too. He just gets in his feelings with the Niners. If you listen to him enough, he'll throw some comments in there here and there. Well, they took two titles away from me. I think he says that in every single game he does with the Niners. He so mentioned that several out. times tonight, last night. I remember yeah. hearing that last night always. several times. He <laughs> yeah. always does that. Oh, Jerry Rice, we triple covered him, and he still caught the ball. I don't know how that happened. I just picture him like <laughs> – Jerry Rice what, what is this the goat. Think of vodka in his hand and punching like the desk when he says it. Just punching <laughs> air. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, whatever. I thought it was stupid. The whistle blew. I was like, why are we talking about this? And I was all pissed off from the game anyway. So, I do not want to hear it. I just drown people. I just drown them out sometimes. I love Al Michaels. Give me some Al Michaels, but a lot of these other announcers. Yeah. I don't know. I just I like feel bad. Oh. pretty good too.
3: My I, three yeah. yeah Trico does a good job. Um, Buck and Aikman.
2: people don't like Joe Buck, but like, I feel like when it, it feels like a big game when Joe Buck's doing it.
3: Yeah. Giants I, fans I don't like Joe Buck. Cause Joe Buck, uh, Joe Buck, anytime that it was St. Louis and San Francisco, let his homerism show through pretty hard. So oh, is that I know I know Bay Area fans don't like Joe Buck a lot because of the way that he called Giants Cardinals games for a long time. So that He's might be part. Of
2: it. I mean, his dad was the voice of that. You know what I mean? No, no the, I'm not. I'm just Florida saying voice, you
1: know? he let it. He let it show through. Yeah, so, I got yeah. that. Really, yeah, definitely Homerism. All right, guys, we got to get out of
2: here. But uh, we do. Yeah, great. Yeah, Thursday. Our next show will be on Thursday. We got Matt Hamilton, uh, formerly of Good Morning Football, and now with FanDuel TV. He's on uh, Up and Adams with K Adams a lot. He'll be talking to us on Thursday. So we're very excited for that. Matt's a good dude. I'm pumped to talk to him. Yes. Yeah. And we're done. (laughs) Yeah. Thursday,
3: 4 p.m. Be there. Make sure to subscribe to the No Huddle podcast on whatever, uh, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to this YouTube channel. Uh, hit that little bell. You'll get alerts when we go live. We'll be live on Thursday at 4 p.m. with Matt Hamilton. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. For Al Sacco, Zane Nakvi I'm Brian Rennick. See you guys later. Peace.